0: Hello Spotlight friends. Welcome to another episode of Ave Spotlight. Today I am sitting with my friend Adrian Garaldi, and we are going to talk all about Shang-Chi and how awesome that movie was if you haven't seen it already there might be a twinge of spoilers but at this point like where have you been doing something more responsible I don't know but you definitely need to watch it so my friend Adrian is the social media manager at the Grotto Network and also the host and creator of living ardently podcast we're so happy to have you Thanks for having me. Yeah,
1: it's really exciting. Um, I mean, Shang-Chi was such a great movie and a special movie for me. So like when you asked me to, to come on, I'm like, let's do it. Dude, so down, I was like,
0: <laughs> and in a real way, I was like, you know, I feel like, and please tell me if I'm off base, but I feel like Shang-Chi, is that how you say it too? I've I'm, I'm yeah, been practicing. Shang, this. It's, like, it's like, instead of Shang, an A, uh-huh. it's a
1: U. That's like, what I Like imagine it with a U. Right, yeah. Got it. So okay. you're saying it right.
0: So Shang-Chi i felt like it probably felt the same way as when i was sitting in the theater like crying at all the stars like at the end of black panther mm-hmm. and just like mm-hmm. as soon and, and just that feeling of like yeah. yes like <laughs> we yeah. are on the screen and we are just, like <laughs> yeah. it is so cool and like we're the main event right. and i i loved Shang-Chi, like I loved how beautiful it was. I have a a very small knowledge of like Asian-American culture, but I can appreciate Mm -hmm. anything that's like beautifully done. And from some of my friends that are Asian, they expressed that it was Mm -hmm. that. So it was so cool watching it and watching the movements and Mm -hmm. the family and the just everything about it was just so, and the soundtrack, and oh, it was yeah. just, it mm. was just like so mm. cool. So, but so let me not you know talk too much about it because I want to hear <laughs> no, I want to hear what you think. What did you think of the movie as a whole?
1: Yeah, no, I mean, I think you got it right. It, it was definitely the same feeling. I didn't realize, like, I knew that Black Panther was so great for the Black community, but like, I didn't understand how great that felt after mm. walking out of Shang Chi, also being one of the very few asian americans who were watching the film premiere night Mm -hmm. i was like wow like (laughs) this this is crazy and i I like looked around for someone to
0: (laughs) relate with you know you're like the only one in the theater that was the same way it was the same way during black panther i was sitting in there with my nigerian friend and we like as soon as the movie started we were both like yeah in the theater and it was like we saw it in the middle of denver colorado and we were like yeah! <laughs> the only black people in the whole theater but i was like this is amazing this it's is amazing. the coolest yeah. thing i've ever seen and afterwards we were both yeah. like shaking we we're like we are the oh, most yeah. powerful beings like right. so cool you know oh, so that's gosh. awesome it's just so it
1: just feels so great to like have that representation right and like i didn't realize you know when i was walking into the theater I guess, how unrepresented I actually have been, you know? Mm. And so, ah, it was just such a great feeling. And the movie in general, just, you know, I'm not Chinese. And that's kind of where the majority of... The movie, the culture was engraved in with Mm -hmm. the Chinese culture. So I couldn't relate to those certain deeper things, anecdotes, until after reading and researching about it. But it was still so good for us Asian Americans to have a hero that was Asian American and knew, like kind of lived a life that we could relate to. Mm. I know we're going to talk a little bit about that potentially later, but it's like, One of the things that just took out to me and the way they told the story too was, was phenomenal Mm. backstory and all they didn't give you everything, right? They gave you like little by little, the entire backstory of Shang-Chi, like from her mom's perspective, from his perspective and his dad's perspective, even Shaoli's perspective. And you just got the full picture at the end and it was like really good.
0: Yeah. You know. I mean, I was definitely like, this is in like top five of Marvel movies that I've oh, ever yeah. seen. It was so well done.
1: Even when Wenwu,
0: right?
1: Yeah. So well written. Like the father antagonist of the film was Oof. so well written.
0: I know. And I felt for him. I felt for him. Mm-hmm. For all of y'all that are listening that have not seen the movie yet. Spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. But in the middle end, when they were like, this is not your wife, dude. Mm. Like, this is a evil force Dweller that is tricking means, you right, yeah. yeah I was like no please just let it be his yeah. wife but what if at the end yeah. it's actually his wife and then when he mm-hmm. like sacrificed himself for Shang-Chi yeah. I was like darn it dude <laughs> like what a bummer but also how redemptive you know
1: yeah it's so real too like you're motivated by love can blind you you know the way they wrote and acted out the final scene of his death right mm. of when Wu's death like, again, spoiler warning, he says nothing to his son. But in that longing look,
0: he says everything. you knew
1: there was forgiveness, there was understanding.
0: Mm-hmm. And that's, I
1: mean, I wrote this in a piece that I wrote, but it's very true to Asian American families. Most of the time, verbal communication is the kind of communication we go for. We, know, we don't always say, I love you verbally to one another. And they only say it if you say it first, you know, typically. Mm. At least that was the way it was in my household at least with my with my father in particular my my mother and I my mother was a bit more you know delicate and softer touch and said mm-hmm. i love you all the time but my dad was definitely like wen wu in a way where it was like tough love you know mm-hmm. but it was just written so well in the film so i just really appreciated that and I tried to explain that to the people I watched it with and they're like, "Oh, okay." Like they but they didn't understand because they didn't have yeah. that lived experience, you know. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So I was excited to talk to my Asian friends who had watched it the, the they're next like, couple of days I'm like doesn't
0: that look just like our dad?" And they're like, "Absolutely." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like absolutely, <laughs> so you know. It's it's the love yeah. behind the eyes, you know, without the without the verbal affirmation, mm. which can yeah. rock sometimes, but you know, isn't yeah. isn't always the The best. (laughs) Yeah,
1: it isn't always the um, best.
0: Yeah, but it was nice to see that represented. I mean, for me, like being brown, you know. The family is the same vibe. When I was watching mm-hmm. his dad, I was like, at the end, I was crying and I was like, he loves him. And my friend yeah. was like, well, he's not even saying anything. He's just like, right. and I was like, no, no, no. It's because, like, did you see the way that he looked? like looks <laughs>
1: right. And then they <laughs> like, helped I've us a my- little bit with the flashbacks of him. Yeah, yeah. I was like, some, I've you gotten know, that like, look.
0: like, I've gotten that look from my dad like so many times. <laughs> I know what so. That means. <laughs> yeah, I know exactly what that means. That is amazing. And I read mm-hmm. your article that you wrote for the Grotto Network. amazing. Mm -hmm. I love commentary on all things Marvel. And I was so shook to even see like a Catholic commentary. How amazing is that? And I've listened to your podcast episode on your podcast about WandaVision as well. So I know you are the grand poobah of Marvel (laughs) Marvel commentary. Um, And so I'm so excited to be talking to you. One thing that I really loved in Shang-Chi was the idea of like, Shang-Chi's life having purpose outside of what his Mm -hmm. father thought you know he Mm -hmm. would do and so spoiler alert for anyone who hasn't seen it but how his father wanted him to take the life of the person that killed his mom Mm -hmm. and that was like his whole upbringing his whole life after his mom passed away like that was Mm -hmm. his whole purpose and then Shang-Chi didn't really think there was anything else to his life besides fulfilling that. And then when he did, he still felt empty, but then later on to find out that he has a bigger purpose and he has a home and a place in his community Mm -hmm. and his mom's community. I just thought that was so cool. And I thought it was so beautiful. Like what a beautiful illustration of how we can have a greater purpose than what we think we might have in our like limited capacities. Oftentimes. What did you think about the broader message of the movie?
1: In regards to purpose, for one, it's like something that is stereotypical of you hear it in like like jokes and comedy that Asian parents are very strict and want you to make good money. And I I talk about it in a podcast I recorded and and released a few weeks ago. I talk about how like, you know, though it's a stereotype, it's majority of the time true and usually comes from a place of love and wanting for us to have a better life than they did. Sometimes it can blind them to a point where like it's becoming a nurse or a doctor or a pharmacist or die, or I failed as a parent. You know, that's what they think. And that's just not the case. So when it came to that, finding that purpose, you know, you had those conversations with Katie and, and, and Shang-Chi and, his, and their friend who was that lawyer. It kind of came an understanding, like, yeah, there is more to life than just becoming that lawyer. Mm. Not that if you're a lawyer, you know, whatever, sure, like that's that's great. But um, not everybody's called to that. And and though he was raised to be a killer, that's not his end goal. His purpose is not what he was raised to be. I thought it was just really meaningful to see that we can break out of these feelings of being trapped, of like into a a corner of like I have to do this to make my parents proud. You can make mm. your parents proud. Outside of what they think will make them proud, you know? Mm. Um, Just because I didn't become a a nurse or make six figures doesn't mean my parents aren't proud of me. But it can feel like that growing up. And so I think that was one of the greatest kind of the lessons there, too, Mm
0: -hmm. in
1: in Shang-Chi when it comes to purpose. So,
0: yeah. That is amazing, yeah. And I really want to hear a little bit more about how Shang-Chi best illustrated the Asian experience. Mm -hmm. You mentioned a few things earlier, but I'd love to hear more about how you felt seen in the the film. Yeah,
1: like there was just so many moments of... The little moments in the film Like Whether it be just The moment where he came to Her house uh, To Katie's house Took his shoes off Like there's always Welcoming for food Hey come here Have a meal does it matter Or You know like he was willing To go help Even though the Like set up the shop Even though It's not his shop to set up that scene was so packed with little nods to the Asian American culture experience mm-hmm. that just like, oh, you know, that's just like a normal interaction.
0: I love in, that.
1: in the Asian household. And I was just like, it might not be word for word, but it's very similar. Um, mm-hmm. Even the moments of like, when are you going to get the job? Or, hey, when are you going to marry my granddaughter? You know, like, <laughs> you know, it's just very, all of that. It was just so jam packed with, mm-hmm. um, Just that scene alone. And with Katie's struggle, I think too, with her, like again, her finding purpose, like kind of what I was saying before, putting that to a point of like paralysis of not knowing what to do. As the quote from The Archer said, if you aim at nothing, you hit nothing. And a lot of us, I mean, at least for myself, growing up as an Asian American, like I didn't know when to, like being a first generation too, I didn't know when to take a chance or know when to, you know, take a risk and go out there and be willing to learn from that experience because my parents did that by coming to America, getting the, you know, getting their citizenship, but there was no tangible way for them to teach me how to do that in my day to day. And I didn't have anyone to look up to. And so learning that lesson, I think is something we all come along as we grow older through friends and through experiences. But it is a lesson that I feel like a lot of us Asian Americans go through whether we realize it or not. You know, that paralysis of making the decision or taking that risk, if that makes any sense.
0: Mm, Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Oh my gosh. Wow. What a, what a big resonation to come through. Yeah. 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 That's amazing. I
1: don't know if that was like meant to be there, like Mm -hmm. so vividly, but that like, just like Velcroed me and kept... (laughs) stuck to and you're me, like the this is film. it
0: this is what i'm feeling <laughs> right. this is what right. you're trying to communicate i love that right. oh my yeah. gosh well that is amazing and just, uh,
1: also to just the last thing there sorry i just thought of like how of course finding the balance right uh i think that's like one of the main things with um shang chi's character and his arc was finding the balance between what his mother taught him and what his father taught him which i think was the reason why he was able to overcome and prevail at the end was being able to mix those two fighting styles and the lessons that he learned from both of his parents and using it to a disadvantage. And I think that we can do that all the time. Like My mom was so good at navigating, but she was a terrible driver. And my dad was the best driver, but couldn't navigate where he was going for the life of him. (laughs) So- I think, I like to think that I'm one of the best well-navigated and best drivers I know. (laughs) I love that. Love the confidence.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Wow. Oh my gosh, dude. I am so happy that you were able to share your experience of watching the movie. And mm-hmm. I really think everyone should go see it because it was amazing. Yeah, and it yeah. really speaks to a, a such larger things than what you think, you know, like a superhero movie would speak to and, you yeah. know, and just, just such an amazing story of how God can, you know, fulfill things in our life that we don't even see. Right. And yeah, can speak to things in our heart that we may not even have the courage to ask him. So I think it's yeah. so, so wonderful. And I, would love for everyone to check out your article on the Grotto Network because mm-hmm. it definitely fleshes out a lot more of what you were sharing. Um, and I yeah. think it's it's a wealth of knowledge. So, but can you share with us a little bit about where people can find more about your article, kind of what you're up to and your podcast, the mm-hmm. Grotto Network?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So for Grotto, Grotto Network, as a social media manager, we're we're doing a lot of great stuff over there. You know, our, our primary audience is those who are disaffiliated with the church or have had bad experiences with the church um, or are not have any faith at all. And we're doing great things. And you can find my article there uh, at GrottoNetwork.com. But I also host a podcast called Living Ardently, where I've done episodes with Chanel in the past and a few other great people. And I did an episode on Shang-Chi, which was like an hour long with a new friend of mine, Noreen Domingo. So go check that out. That's available on anywhere you listen to podcasts and on YouTube.
0: I love that. At the end of every one of our episodes, we ask each guest what their hope for the week is. So something that you're hopeful for, something you're looking forward to. If you need some time, I can go first. Otherwise, you can go first. How are you feeling?
1: Yeah, you go first. Give me some time to think. (laughs) Okay.
0: Something I'm looking forward to, I'm really looking forward to this month, The Eternals, or in a couple weeks, The Eternals will come out. And I'm just super about that Marvel content. So just excited for that. Super like plain Mm -hmm. Jane excitement, but just really pumped for it. How about you?
1: Yeah. So I'm excited for Related to Marvel as well. My birthday is uh, on the 23rd of October. And apparently the rumor is they're going to be releasing a new trailer for the spider-man far from home or no way home um, that weekend so i'm like yes please please drop happy it on my birthday. birthday what a gift
0: happy birthday what a <laughs> gift amen look at god god's like i got yeah. you adrian that is
1: amazing well thank you so yeah. much for being with us thank you so much
0: Thank you guys for listening. And thank you so much to Adrian for being our guest. If you guys haven't seen Shang-Chi yet, definitely go see it. It's an amazing movie. And if you want to check out more information about what Adrian's up to, go ahead and check out Living Ardently on Instagram. As always, I am looking so forward to talking to you guys next week. Please pray for me. I'm praying for y'all. Talk soon.